Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Daryl Amy. He is the author of Revenue Growth Engine, How to Align Sales and Marketing to Accelerate Growth. It's great to have you with us. That's great to be here, Taryn. Tempted to say what I just said to you off camera. Like, Gentlemen, start your engines <laughs> right. in, in, uh, spirit, in the spirit of the name of your book. Of course. Uh, loving what you're wearing, wearing a vest that says Revenue <laughs> Growth you. Engine. When you wear that, do people ask you what that refers to? I get asked all the time. And I think uh, you know it, it is really helping drive a lot of conversations uh -huh. with business people. I get to talk to business owners. Um, sales leaders, marketing managers all day long. And so this, uh, yeah, this actually turned into a great conversation starter. So tell us about the genesis of the, the revenue growth engine. You know, from where did it mm -hmm. come from? And this is your first book. It is, so yes. So cl clearly this is something you're passionate about. Very much so. Over the last 25 years, I've had the opportunity to work with all kinds of amazing organizations from Fortune 100 all the way um, to just fantastic locally owned companies. and. What I've found is all of those companies have one thing in common. They want to grow revenue. Right. However, a lot of them are struggling. The book really came out of talking with all of these organizations and realizing that most of them were getting one of the two things correct. Revenue growth, actually, if you boil it down to its simplest level, there's really only two ways for a company to grow revenue. They're either getting more net new clients or they're selling more to their current customers. Right. And what I observed was a lot of companies were really good at one and not the other. The magic happens, though, when a company can become good at both of those at the same time, and that's where we see incredible things start to happen. So tell us about your background. Where were you seeing this sort of live and in yeah, process? Yeah, all over the place. So I started straight out of college in sales. Okay. Uh, so it was up, up and down the street, sales rep in a highly competitive industry. Started working as a sales manager, then went to work for an organization where we were uh, supporting teams across multiple states. And so during that first half of my career, I got a lot of exposure to the sales side of the world. Um, after that, I pulled my marketing degree out of my hip pocket and mm -hmm. decided to start a marketing agency. Okay. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of the companies where we were doing sales training were coming to us and saying, hey, Daryl, that training was fantastic. However, our marketing doesn't align. So. Um, over the last 25 years now, about the first half in sales, the second half very involved in marketing, really brought me to where I am today in, in saying how can we get sales and marketing aligned, uh, to use the analogy of the engine, kind of firing in the same direction. Right so that companies can drive net new revenue and cross sell their current clients at the same time. So I guess, what was the aha moment for you though when you realize it's because they're not aligned, they're doing one but not the other? It wasn't very long ago that I was asked to speak at a conference and I speak at a lot of conferences and this one was kind of unique because it was a smaller gathering and I knew a lot of the people there. It was a mixed audience of business owners, sales leaders, marketing leaders. Right. And they were all there with the goal of, of growing their business. And so I was one in the lineup of speakers to, to encourage them and to inspire them with new ideas to grow their business. However, I also, as I mentioned, knew many of them personally, and I knew a lot about their journeys. I knew some of them had struggled in terms of driving sales. Their sales teams had struggled. They were kind of flatlining. Some were going backwards. I also knew some of them had invested considerable amounts of time and money in inbound marketing. were kind of frustrated mm. with that. 
And so I was walking to this conference going, what am I going to say to this group? Yeah. And it was really kind of that dark night of the soul. In fact, I think it was in the middle of the night when I realized that the key issue here, the solution to this problem, it doesn't begin with sales. It doesn't begin with marketing. It actually begins by zooming out and looking at the end goal that everyone wants. The end goal that everybody wants is revenue growth. And when we started looking, instead of looking at sales and marketing, which, you know, as you know, are silos in most organizations, right. and zoomed out and looked at revenue growth and thought about how can we drive more net new business? How can we um, cross-sell more to current clients? Then everything started to come in focus, and that's where the revenue growth engine model was born. Right, because I remember reading about this anecdote, and sort of you were speaking at this conference to people, I think you said, who don't believe in marketing. Well, right? yeah, some of them were non-believers. And I think this kind of highlights the um, key challenge in most organizations when it comes to revenue growth is um, sales does their thing, marketing yeah. does their thing, sales thinks marketing should be giving them more leads, marketing thinks that sales is out of touch and never pays attention. So there's this constant conflict in organizations between sales and marketing. And so over the years, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how do we align sales and marketing, how yeah. do we get them moving in the same direction. Um, and ultimately, what that usually means is either sales gets to be in charge and marketing is underneath it, or yeah. marketing gets to drive it and sales is, is underneath it. But the reality is, in today's world, that doesn't work. They need to be working together. And we're finding that the best way to align sales and marketing is not to talk about either one of those specifically, but to talk about revenue growth itself. So how do you do it, you know, without giving away all of your secrets? Yeah. You know, what, what are some nuggets that, you know, you talk about all cylinders firing mm -hmm. related to this engine. So how do you yeah. align? Yeah, it's a fantastic question. And I think there's the first way to start is by not looking at sales and marketing itself, but actually looking at the client. And so we talk about two things in the book. First of all, client experience. What is the experience a prospect has from the first time they encounter your company till they become a client? And then obviously, what is that experience once they become a client all the way through their relationship with your organization? Right. When we start looking at it, in, instead of talking about marketing strategies or sales methodologies and start looking at the client experience, things really do start coming into focus um, in terms of what kind of experience we want our clients to have. Um, and then that also begs the question, what's important to our clients? I always say people don't buy products, they buy outcomes, right. right? Nobody buys a product, they buy what the product does for them. And one of the things is we're working with organizations, and I describe this in the book, every company, every sales team has a price book with all of the products they sell. But I would say what a sales team actually needs is an inventory of all the outcomes they can deliver to their clients. Like, what can our company do to help our clients achieve their objectives? Hmm. So when we start thinking in terms of the experience we want our clients to have throughout the, the, the life cycle of their relationship with our company, and we start also thinking about what are the outcomes they desire, that begins alignment because now marketing begins to focus on the actual client themselves right. and not on all the shiny objects and yeah. the cool things we have in marketing these days. And sales, it's the same way. The conversation shifts um, to actually be about the things the client wants and, and all of those things naturally begin to drive alignment inside an organization. Yeah. You kind of say in the book, these are the components of a successful engine. Yes. Well, so every engine has cylinders, right? right? And we've all had that experience of getting in the car and it turns over and it just doesn't sound right. Well, yeah. all the cylinders aren't firing. Right. And if all the cylinders of an engine aren't firing in your car, you're not going to get very far very fast. 
Um, the parallel, obviously, to an organization's revenue growth engine, and by the way, every organization has a revenue growth engine. Right. It's the sum total of their sales and marketing efforts. The real question is, how is that engine performing? Are there cylinders that aren't firing? And as we go in to organizations, a lot of times we'll find that there are very important cylinders in their growth engine that haven't been firing maybe ever or, or are not performing very well. So just like taking your car to the mechanic and getting yeah. it tuned up um, makes your car perform a lot better. When we find and, and repair, if you will, or fine tune the cylinders of the engine that aren't performing, revenue naturally begins to accelerate. Yeah. C-Suite Radio. Can you give us any real life examples of you know when these things are aligned yeah. and sort of what you're what you talk about in the book specifically? Maybe people you've helped. Certainly, I'm thinking of a uh, company in South Florida, great technology organization, long bedrock company in the community, been around almost for a century, serving wow. people. Um, and when I went into that organization, uh, they brought brought me in and they said we want to grow. And so remember earlier, we mentioned that there's two ways to grow revenue, net new business and cross-selling more to your additional clients. So I said, well, tell me more about why you want to grow and where you want to grow. They said, well, we need more net new business. I said, great, what's your goal? They said, we want 10% year over year growth in net new business. And I said, fantastic, what did you do last year? 9.8%. Great, right. why am I here? Right. <laughs> Which, um, but then we began asking about the other part of their revenue growth, which is cross-selling their existing clients into additional right. services in their case. And that's where the eyes rolled and said, oh, Daryl, we're, you know, it's terrible, right? And so when we went into that organization, we find, like we find in a lot of organizations, that they're doing really well on one of the two. They're doing well at net new, they're doing well at cross-selling, but the other is non-existent. So, as we've gone in to that company now, uh, the good news is they started looking at their sales process for the customer experience. Uh, they in implemented periodic business reviews where they're going in and talking with their current clients about their business, their goals, and obviously into that conversation, the way other, th the other ways the company can help. Right. Um, the other thing that they've done is they put together a client loyalty program. Ah. So now their best clients, their ideal clients, have a whole set of perks and benefits um, that are not only helping drive client loyalty, but also introducing the conversations which are beginning to drive that cross-sell revenue. Right. So if you look at just about any organization, you look at their growth engine, um, what we're finding is they're good at one of the two. And when yeah. you get the one that they're not good at, if it's net new or if it's cross-sell, you get the cylinders firing in that part of the engine. Right. Amazing things begin to happen. And when you look at what companies aren't doing right, it was interesting mm -hmm. to read about, you know, you talk about how a lot of times marketing is, and sales is outsourced, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of times marketing goes to kind of new graduates who might be social media savvy, but really mm -hmm. don't know much else. It's like, there's not a lot of stock in it. It's not one case fits all, but, it's, mm -hmm. but is, it, is that what you see a lot? That a lot of times it's being outsourced when it shouldn't be? Um, not necessarily whether or not it should be outsourced. Uh, what I see a lot is marketing uh, gets focused on marketing mm. and not necessarily on the client itself okay. um, and what their needs are. And sales, it's the same way. Sales gets focused on selling and hitting the goals and all of that, but sometimes forgets to really apply themselves in understanding what the client's needs are. Right. So those two things, whether it's a, a tenured sales force or a new sales force, an experienced marketing professional or a new marketing professional, um, the, the important thing is not to get enamored with the product or the right. shiny objects, but to keep the focus 
on the prospect, on the client, and what outcomes they want in their business. And when you wrote this book, I mean, this is for all business types? Is there any specificity related, or this kind of applies in general? Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question, because most of the companies that when we were writing this book are mid-sized companies. So, okay. you know, the, the companies with real challenges in aligning their marketing efforts and their sales efforts they have a marketing team, they have a sales team. However, the components of the revenue growth engine apply to a small business and they also apply to a yeah. global corporation. I mean, the reality is, once again, if you want to grow revenue, everyone's got to drive net new business yeah. and everyone's got to find a way to get more business out of their current clients. So those components are the same. The execution is obviously on a different scale, yeah. uh, but it, is, it has been interesting as we've been putting this book together, finding out how much it applies across the board. So Daryl, there are a lot of sales and marketing books mm -hmm. out there. We've had a lot of them on the show. So right. I'm curious your process, you know, when you say, hey, I'm gonna write a sales and marketing book, were you looking for something that really hasn't been discussed? And you said, okay, I'm gonna write about this because mm -hmm. everything else has been covered? Or how, how did it work from your perspective? It is a really great question and, and I'm an avid reader. I love reading, especially in the, the sales and marketing space. Every time, every day when I get home, uh, my wife is always laughing about how I have another book from Amazon yeah. uh, waiting on the front doorstep. And the reality is there are a ton of great books in the marketing space. There are fantastic books in the sales space. But what I've discovered is most of these books present one piece of the puzzle. Mm. So if you look at what it takes to drive net new business, what it takes to cross sell your current customers, there are disciplines like inbound marketing, there are disciplines yeah. like, um, I'm a huge fan of Donald Miller's story brand, uh, you know, communicating that message, sales prospecting, all of that. There are so many yeah. different and fantastic books and thought leaders in that space. The challenge is if you just pick up one of those books, really you're only getting one piece of the puzzle. So what we were trying to do with Revenue Growth Engine, I wanted to create something where we could zoom out and look at the big picture. So no matter what sales methodology you subscribe to, no matter what marketing guru you're a fan of, mm -hmm. there would be a model where we could take that and put that into alignment so that all of that could drive revenue growth. Yeah, I mean, I was curious, you know, your book sticks out and I was curious about your process. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Will there be a second book, I'd imagine? There is. There's a book right on the heels. One of the big questions a lot of folks have is what about the technology behind all of this? Yeah. Like, how do I make decisions um, regarding sales enablement technology, regarding marketing automation technology? It's a, it's a fascinating, fast growing area. So we put together a companion book. It was actually overflow from this book. Nice. <laughs> My yeah. editor said we can't fit all this in this right. book. Um, so we are creating a companion guide for making great technology decisions in the revenue growth space. And that'll be coming out very quickly after Revenue Growth Engine. Wow. So thanks for asking. Well, we look forward to it. Can't wait to read it. Yeah, super. And we hope to see you back again soon. Oh, it's good to be here. And if you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website at csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.